Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for being here. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Great show. Great show planned for you. The Kyrie Irving Brooklyn Nets divorce is off for now. They're going to stay together for the kids, at least through college. Baker Mayfield is the starting quarterback again on the NFL team. There's been some critically unearthed evidence in a major case. That's really exciting. Tom Haberstrow will be on the program, one of our favorite NBA insiders, sabermetrician, into analytics, really interesting perspective on the NBA. We'll visit with him. We've got pretty good buy or sell again. I mean, look, they're always good, right? It's like saying Mahomes had a pretty good game. A pretty good game for Mahomes is 280 in the air and only a couple touchdowns. Decel, Tom DeSalacino, the executive producer, is the Mahomes of pre-planned segments. But even by those standards, today's by ourselves amazing. And a little surprise for you, Tom. Good morning, by the way, buddy. You good? Good morning, Bill. I'm great on this Tuesday. I got a little sucker surprise for you in the segment. I know that's your new sport. It's your new hobby. It's your new thing. I got you. We'll we'll slip that in to buy or sell. We'll talk anti-heroes. And if you want to call us, 855-212-4CBS, Twitter Sports, Rider Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Speaking of anti-heroes, I can't decide if I almost like Aaron Rodgers more now that he's incredibly unlikable. He's thrown off the charm. He's grown out the hair. He looks like Nicolas Cage from Con Air. And he has announced, this is going around, that um, that he's not responsible for anything that goes wrong with the Green Bay Packers, his organization, you know, the offensive game of which he is the focal point. Here's the background before we get to Aaron Rodgers being utterly aghast at the suggestion, I think a legitimate one from a reporter, a question about whether or not some of the issues with the young receivers might have been 
easier to navigate. They might have been a little more advanced in their preparation for the NFL season that's now approaching very quickly. Had Rodgers been around the entirety of the time, that's possible, including OTAs. You know, leader, leadership, be around, all-time great, future Hall of Famer, help the young guys figure it out. Here's the, here's the timeline. Aaron Rodgers, over the last week, called out his young wide receivers. A lot of drops, they're not running their routes, basically complaining that there's no Devontae Adams, he's not there, he's not around. Remember, Aaron Rodgers has had, for, for a huge chunk of his career, security blanket's not fair. Montana had Jerry Rice. Most great quarterbacks have had remarkable receivers over the stretch of their careers. It's one of the things that makes Tom Brady so extraordinary, that that lack of a high-end, remarkable receiving target. And so maybe Aaron Rodgers was, was maybe snapping at a young receiving core because he's frustrated there's, there's no Devontae Adams. Said that the receivers were dropping balls, the young guys weren't really on the same page. Okay. So there's a meeting. There's a clear-the-air moment. We're all colleagues. Let's figure it out. It was Aaron Rodgers. It was the quarterback room, actually. So it's all the QBs who have to laugh at all Aaron Rodgers' jokes, pretend he's the funniest guy in the world, probably go home and have PTSD nightmares about, about A-Rod. Sounds guy, man. It was the young receivers, that, that young group that were letting him down. And it was the offensive coaches who got to pretend that they were, you know, sort of in charge and playing chaperone, but they also live in fear of Aaron Rodgers. And, and they come out of that meeting... Let's talk it out. We're all on the same page. We're all on a team. We're, it's all going to be fine. You know, you have that meeting, you think it's okay. Everything's good. And then we get the, the non-apology apology, the, the everything's fine, but it's not fine. Because a reporter, and by the way, good for whatever reporter this is, I don't know who it is. You're going to hear the question, you're going to hear the answer in this availability that tends to happen in preseason. You know, I'll just play you the answer, actually. I'll give you the question. A reporter... Says to Aaron Rodgers, I think legitimate after all of this, is yesterday. Hey man, like, don't you think, at least to some degree, the receivers would have benefited from you being OTAs? <laughs> uh, you know, not really. Um, training camp is a long experience. There's plenty of time for conversations, for practice, for a lot of the things that we expect them to do in the regular season. I rely on the coaching staff to pass on the message as we're learning the offense. And then, you know, I'm kind of the, the 202 professor. You know, they got to get the kind of the base concepts. And when I come in, you know, we have the, you know, the offense outside of the paper offense. <laughs> it's the 202 professor that really, I don't, it, it, you know what it is? It's an arrogant sandwich. And I respect it. Like those taste good to serve up if not to eat sometimes. One of the buns is the very beginning, the, the little, <laughs> the little, what a stupid question from someone who doesn't understand that I'm a borderline deity and that my presence is not necessary because I am all-encompassing, is the start of the, <laughs> start of the, and in the end, 202 professor, I was in college and I um, went to college, I didn't go to class a lot, it's a miracle I got through college, let alone, you know, did reasonably well, and I can tell you that the professors who treated their TAs like they were garbage and then didn't show up and left the class of the TAs had a classroom when they weren't there that ran wild. We didn't listen. And Aaron Rodgers has done nothing for the last two years if not make it crystal clear he's in charge. He held this organization hostage. It's his way or the highway. He's the guy. You think the offensive coaches, having been emasculated by Aaron Rodgers, 
are going to show up with a bunch of rookies and be like, look, we speak for Aaron, even though he speaks against us on a pretty regular basis in the media. No, man. And it's the lack of a – I think Aaron Rodgers is probably going to have a great year. And the general wisdom of the top three, five, seven quarterback in the history of the game, top one, two, three quarterback in the current game, is that it doesn't matter what the weapons are around you. You'll, You'll make it work. Better weapons makes it easier, but genius finds solutions. We saw that with Tom Brady in New England. I think we're going to see with Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City this year. Do, do I think Tyreek Hill's really talented? Yes, I do. Probably should talk a little less, but that's going around. There's a co-host here at the station who does that. It's fine. It's part of the, I guess it's part of the deal if you're, if you're a co-host on a, on a national radio show. And maybe two is going to have a good year in large part, or at least in you know significant contribution from, from Tyreek Hill. But Mahomes is going to be fine. Kelsey's getting older, I get it. It's a young receiving core, I get it. He's going to be fine. Patrick Mahomes is going to figure it out. Tom Brady already showed us over much of his career in New England, he's going to figure it out. Has a very impressive receiving core in Tampa Bay, but nonetheless has shown us that that level of greatness can make it work. And my expectation was that Aaron Rodgers would do the same thing, but I'm a little skeptical now because I think Aaron Rodgers is a little skeptical. What I hear from Aaron Rodgers, and this not apology, apology, I'm not to blame for anything, is is not confidence, it's not leadership, it's insecurity. It's Aaron Rodgers worrying maybe things aren't going to be the same. Remember, and again, I'm not going to go into somebody's pocket. It's not my job to go into anybody's wallet, make their decisions for them, step on somebody's career, tell them how they should operate. Aaron Rodgers wants to take all the money in a system in which that means that the Packers can't afford to pay Devontae Adams what the Raiders end up paying him. That's Aaron Rodgers' decision, and good for him. Make make the money while you can. But lashing out at the young receivers, and it's a great point by that reporter. I didn't think of it. I haven't heard it out there that much. Probably was happened a lot in Wisconsin. We're on the air in Milwaukee, so maybe Milwaukee, Green Bay, places like that. They they pointed this out. It's a great it's a great point. You don't have Devontae Adams. You don't have a superstar receiver. The Packers are going to have to rely on young guys to be real contributors. Sort of like in Kansas City, but some of those guys, Harbin and others, have been in that system for a while and know what's expected. And that means that it's not just about being a wide receiver at the National Football League level who can catch a football, who can run your routes. It's about understanding the expectations, the culture, the habits that it is to be a professional. And you know what that sometimes also requires? To use Aaron Rodgers' explanation, a teacher, a professor, a leader, Someone who's been through it. Aaron Rodgers, in the middle of his arrogant sandwich, doesn't realize that he's pointing out that he should have been there. That the consequence of his decision to do anything but focus on a Green Bay Packers organization he took shots at again and again and again and again is that he may not have the weapons he needs sharp enough at the level that he needs them. He didn't show up. He didn't put his time in. And really, in a lot of ways, it's about lending your credibility to those guys. A little pat on the you-know-what, a little nice job, or the opposite. Hey, man, in private, right? Not to the media. And that's the other thing. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to show up to give these guys the the face-to-face conversation, but he's going to hide behind the microphone in some scrum in a locker room afterwards or on the field. He's going to take shots at these dudes for dropping balls, but can't talk to them at the hard time when he should be there, too. won't matter if he wins. Guys that are successful, men and women that are talented, the talent of the world, and Aaron Rodgers qualifies, can play by their own rules. Tom Brady just showed it. Tom Brady didn't sh- Look, maybe Tom Brady had personal stuff going on. I don't know. Didn't show up. 
for a couple weeks training camp. He's back now, back yesterday. He can do that. But Brady is also an incredible teammate. I don't know if you saw this story. Yadier Molina, who, who look, it's not, I'm not saying he's, he's not the Tom Brady or the Aaron Rodgers of, of, of Major League Baseball, but he's a huge part of that Cardinals organization. He's a, I think legend is, is, is right, cultural legend. He's a, in a great, I mean, a great ball player. That dude had a scheduled day off over the weekend. I don't know if you saw this. Had permission to not show up at the ballpark because he owned some team and some other thing and they had some championship. He flew to it. This flew. I'm, I'm not going to be with the team. But that guy, Molina, has always had a reputation for not just being a really good ball player, but a locker room force for cultural change in a good way. And, and give the Cardinals credit. They, they've always had an incredible baseball culture. It's part of their success. They don't get enough credit for how dominant they've been and what is a smaller market. And that's the difference between those guys and other guys I could point to and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers spends all of his time calling other people out. And by the way, people who do that, people who shtick, whether it's laziness or insecurity or whatever it is, or just, just ego because they're talented, that they got to call everybody out again and again and again, are always the ones who are the most sensitive when they get called out. That tells you something about Aaron Rodgers. Again and again, for years, this part of my organization doesn't work, and this part of my organization is wrong. I don't know if I like this part of my organization. I don't even know if I can come back here. And then he finally is like, oh, commit for one more year. You're so lucky to have me. I'm so important to this place. And he is. He is, but it's a team sport, man. Aaron Rodgers plays a team sport. And his decision-making, again, not going into his personal business. I'm not going into his wallet. I'm not going into his bank account. But Aaron Rodgers made a very public, clear decision to take the money and Devontae Adams had to go somewhere else to get paid. Okay, it's the business. Cool. But Aaron Rodgers has to know when Devontae Adams leaves, Devontae Adams Part 2 is not going to just appear from the ether. There's not a wide receiver superstar tree in Wisconsin. I used to live there. You can just go get one. It doesn't work that way. It's going to be young guys. And Aaron Rodgers, after shot, after shot, after shot, after shot, and then take shot at the young guys he's going to have to rely on, somebody points out, and it wasn't even a shot. It was a pretty legitimate question. Hey, don't, don't you think maybe you should be here for OTAs? Oh, God, you don't understand. Arrogance is a byproduct of success. It just is. It's part of the deal. People that are massively successful, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, have it. People that aren't that successful but think they are because they operate in these little bubbles that are sad and pathetic, even Baker Mayfield, who I'm thinking about, but could, you know, could be, I think of somebody else. Jared Goff back in the day. Arrogance is a byproduct of their illusion of success or talent or greatness or ability. But Aaron Rodgers has it. I get it. Eventually, though, and I've known it in my business, former mentor comes to mind, seen it in sports. If you lose your self-awareness, if you're so hell-bent on maintaining this false image that you bought into about yourself, Aaron Rodgers, that you're the smartest guy in the room and that you are the, the guru and the sage and that everyone needs to listen to what you have to say, but uh, any hint, maybe you have improvement to do. And when you can't do that, when you can't operate in a way that's a little self-aware it actually can have a real impact on performance, on success, on the team. These receivers are under, and Aaron Rodgers should know, by the way, the massive pressure of having to live up to the expectations or the shadow of or both of a superstar. And he did it. He did it. He withstood the same Brett Favre stupidity, ridiculous ego that would have destroyed lesser men. And maybe that's part of Rodgers' problem. Maybe Aaron Rodgers, internally, subconsciously, otherwise, thought to himself, I, I took it from Brett. 
I can treat people however the hell I want. That's the way it works. But not everybody's Brett Favre, not everybody's Aaron Rodgers. You break some people, they're broken. If you're relying on them, you got a problem too. Aaron Rodgers should have been an OTAs. He wasn't. Made a mistake. Aaron Rodgers probably should have said, because it doesn't matter to Aaron Rodgers, but he had been like, you know, that's a good point. I think it's more complicated than that. Trust the coach and the guys, but yeah, these young guys are doing great, and, and I should have been, you know, you try. I should have been there for them, and I wish I had, and we're all going to be in this together. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it matters to young receivers who are looking for a little support. We've talked a lot about the big questions. Can Tyreek Hill elevate Tua Tungavailoa and that team? And really, it's the weapons. It's, I mean, the offensive line, the, the offensive weapons. Can you surround a guy like Tua with that much potential and have it work? We're going to find out. We had a question last year, two years ago. Can Tom Brady leave the Patriots and be extraordinary? We got an answer. We're going to find out whether Patrick Mahomes needs Tyreek Hill. And I think Tyreek Hill's actually coupled with Kelsey getting older is really interesting. But there's a reverse, too. We haven't said it. But Aaron Rodgers just told us he's worried about it. Did Aaron Rodgers really need Devontae Adams? Did he need that superstar receiver? People tell you who they are. Listen, and I'm listening to Aaron Rodgers. He's nervous about it, so you should be too. 855-212-4CBS, you want to call us. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. All right, we've got a um, a forensic uh, audio specialist. Found some amazing evidence, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, Baker Mayfield has a starting job in the NFL. I'm actually excited about that too, and I'm kind of rooting for the guy, even though Baker's kind of the worst. He's like Aaron Rodgers, but not talented. So I feel more I feel more sympathetic for those people who think they're stars and aren't that act that way than people that are actually stars. I'm not really rooting for Aaron Rodgers. Kind of rooting for Baker Mayfield. We'll get into his opportunity in Carolina. And Kyrie Irving and the Nets are going to hold hands. They're going to go to the open house, and they're going to say, it's all good, divorce is off. Why, that's going to fail next year on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Oh, blue shirts. We'll get to bogus in a second. I, um, I like that rejoin, D-Cell, because I like a little balance in the world. The yin and the yang. Or as I once wrote when I was a newspaper reporter at the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, the yin and the yang. And a bunch of people were like, you're a moron. I know. It's been true for a long time. There's no, there's no G on the end of yin and yang. But in the balance of things, I was going to compliment you coming off of, of, of that little criticism. Good morning, by the way. Good morning, Bill. I'm here for all the compliments yeah. I could possibly get. So Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hate each other. They loathe each other. 
And for good reason. Kyrie hasn't shown up for work a bunch, and this predates the pandemic and the difference of opinion people have about getting vaccinated and the implications that had for some people's employment, including not his employment, but Kyrie's ability to play a bunch of games last year and has led to certainly Kevin Durant's demand that he leave and the Nets haven't been able to find the return that they want and the Lakers kind of want Kyrie, but the Nets want more than the Lakers can give, blah, blah, blah. Well, the divorce is off, and I was trying to think how to say it and and what the right approach was, and you actually, I thought, had the best. You made me laugh. I can't remember if it was the email you sent this morning that was excellent or when we were talking, but you, please, take take the stage here because I— it's an oldie, but it's a goldie, and I hadn't thought of it this way. The divorce is off. The Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving are staying together for the kids. For the kids, or until Kevin Durant gets traded. Yeah, I think I, I think I, um, I think I might have actually stolen that in the open. But I, credit where, where credit is due. The problem that the Nets have, and, and there's a fairly viral thing going on out there that, if it were a little bit slower news day, maybe we would do. But it's too much NBA for, for, for me today. But Bleach Report had some conversation with somebody, and now there's a debate. Are, are Kyrie Irving and Damian Lillard superstars? Are they superstars? That's the big NBA Twitter debate. And I think the reality is that Kyrie Irving is a career-long superstar. But in this moment in time, which is only the only thing that matters to the Nets and the other teams, he's a talented but unreliable dude. You don't know if he's going to show up. You don't know what he's going to do in a locker room. You don't know if there's going to be a presence. And the value of what he actually is, of what you can peg in your best guess, is not worth what the Nets want for. If you have Kyrie Irving, if you're the Brooklyn Nets, there's upside there. I know there's upside. I know there's ceiling. I know he could prove me wrong. He could play amazing. He could hit a bunch of shots. And if everything clicks, I don't think it will, especially in the Eastern Conference, Kyrie Irving plus Kevin Durant plus whatever the hell else can equal an NBA championship. There, there's a potential there that, say, the Orlando Magic don't have just don't have, aren't going to have, isn't real. But it's so uncertain, it's so risky, I don't think anyone can offer enough to pry him away. I think you roll the dice over the Brooklyn Nets. I'm just tell- So I understand the reasoning. And I'm the one, and not the only one, but I certainly think that the Brooklyn Nets should put their foot down with Kevin Durant, should not allow a guy with four years left on his deal to just walk away unless you get a massive return. And we've talked about the fact that Memphis may be in the mix now but won't offer some of the pieces they want. Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain. I won't go through all the teams. If you're going to force Durant to stay, it makes sense. Because my thing is force him to stay, force him to sit out. Is Kevin Durant going to sit out if Kyrie Irving is there? Is Kyrie Irving going to sit out another year? I understand the Nets playing hardball. I get it. But you're not going to win the whole thing with, with Kyrie. That's it. That's my take. You're doing it for the kids. But, to your point, to your analogy, and I guess I've never, I grew up in a, my parents just left town. I grew up in a really happy house. I got really lucky with my parents. You know, they love each other, all that good stuff. Maybe somebody listening could call in at 855-2124-CBS or hit me up on Twitter, SportsWriter, Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. If it's not too personal, it's not my job to put other people's personal business on the radio. That's other people's job. There's a co-host here on the network that does that. Um, but if you're in an unhappy home, if you're in a really miserable home, Diesel. Seriously. Maybe sometimes it's better if mom and dad actually go their separate ways amicably. And my concern, and even though I love the analogy, is that Kyrie is so toxic and so terrible and so awful and so self-absorbed and so focused on his talent over his commitment to the team. What we talk about with Aaron Rodgers times 135. That it's actually worse for the kids. Who are the kids in this? I guess like the fans, the organization. Well, don't don't answer. It's too good. I don't want to know. 
that's what I'm worried about. There, there are some marriages that are so bad, I have to think, it wasn't my experience, and your parents are still happily married and happily together. You know, they. I mean, who wouldn't be raised a little D-cell? Did something <laughs> right. But I just worry. I get their thinking. I, I just worry that the kids are actually like, please, mom's crazy. Just I, just, I only want to see her on weekends when she visits as a part of the Lakers. And listen, this is this is not my personal experience in, in my new marriage, my parents' marriage. I would think, though, look, the report was yesterday. The Nets are telling teams who are interested in Kyrie, hey, we're holding on to him, and that there have been, quote, constructive talks this offseason between Kyrie and the Nets on how to move forward, how to build this team moving forward for the future. I got to think if you're in a toxic relationship, as we've seen it play out in public, the talks aren't constructive. They're, they're more tolerant. We have to tolerate you because we, we want you moving forward because of what you mean to Kevin Durant. And that's not how you have a marriage, how you have a business. It's just not the way yeah. you do things. But, I mean, at least they've got a rock culturally and in terms of, like, Ability, right? Best of ability is availability. Availability in Ben Simmons. At least they've got that to, to fall back on. <laughs> I have a pop culture question that I was going to ask you, but I, I'm just I'm not going to pretend that you. I'm not trying to exclude you, Diesel, but I'm going to ask Andrew Bogish. That's, that's the right it. way to go. Bogish is my. I'm not going to say on the air, but like I, I got um I got my son soccer. You know, my son's doing soccer AYSL, and I got we got the roster. And my wife's like, I think this guy's a you know, hockey person. So I texted you guys, and, and it was you know, Bogus is my go-to for hockey info. Not going to say the guy's name on the air because maybe he doesn't want it out there. That is, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess he's a famous hockey guy. I don't know who he was. And um, I also wrote Stu, and he wrote, I have no idea. So Stuart Kovacs, brush up on your hockey, bro. You're not part of blue shirts like we are. Yeah, yeah, Bogus. And Bogus is my pop culture guy. Andrew, speaking of a marriage that goes bad, right? Mm. You, you have a, you put years into something. And then at the end, it falls apart. It's so awful, you don't ever believe in marriage again. That's my experience with Game of Thrones. And maybe, like, there's a temptation to fall in love now with House of the Dragon, right? Like, oh, you know, she's young, she's pretty, she's beautiful, she's kind. I don't know why I went young. She's young. She's... Anyway, uh, like, it's got creepy really fast. Yeah. The reviews are largely good, not entirely, but largely good. I actually read the book this thing's based on. It was awesome by George R. R. Martin, who should finish the actual series. But that's a different topic. But I feel a little like somebody that, um, you know, was in a seven-year relationship with Game of Thrones and they cheated on me by doing that stupid ending. So, so I, I haven't been able to watch it. And I don't haven't been, been able to even commit internally to watching it. Are you going to watch House of – is it House of the Dragon? Is that what it's called? I, I don't uh, know the uh, – House of Dragons maybe? I don't know if there's a the in there. I okay. will watch it, but I don't think I'm going to watch it now. And got I did not, did not watch Sunday's debut. I've got other things going on. That I got to get through first, and then maybe I'll come around to this. Why is Diesel throwing his hands up? You don't watch anything. Yeah, exactly. You can't, you that can't judge. That is not true, actually. I've been so excited to tell you the past few days, I've started a new show. A new show? Oh, okay. New to me. Is it Cheers? <laughs> you starting in the 70s? <laughs> new to me. Not exactly new. I think this series is actually over. Uh, Friends. The, the wife and I are watching <laughs> Peaky Blinders. Oh, so I actually, it's it just finished. Yeah, but I haven't finished it. But that that's, <laughs> I don't know how to say this nicely. I'm just gonna, not gonna say anything at all. Go, go ahead, tell me more about it. I was so excited to tell you that, and and you still you can't even be happy for me with it. Well, I, I just don't think it's gonna be up your alley. I I, I just think it's not gonna. We be love it your... thus far. We're almost done with season three. We love it. Oh, okay. I stand much much better than oh. Friday Night Lights. 
Oh, I mean, Peaky Blinders is really good. You've gone through three seasons? Flying through it. All right, here's what we're going to do. Tomorrow, you're going to do the World's Shortest Review on Peaky Blinders. I knew I shouldn't have said anything. And then whenever Bogus or I watch House of the, the Dragon Dragon, no, the dragons, whatever, we'll do the same thing. Does that work for you? Works for me. Yeah. So just one episode, the debut of House of Dragons? I think so. Okay. It's like an hour and a half, right? Or an hour? I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm, the end of Game of Thrones was so terrible, was such a travesty. It was worse than the end of Lost. Because I think it had the chance to be the best TV show of all time had it not utterly fallen on its face. I, I can't decide if, this is, if I'm impressed by your principles here or think you're overreacting because I've been disappointed by endings of other shows. Like, I thought the end of Dexter was I've, about as dumb as it gets. Like, I felt... So I've ins- heard that. I, felt I didn't in- watch it. I felt yeah. insulted by the storyline. Like, that none of this is even remotely feasible. Like, any human can't process this. But what did I do? They Years and years later, they made a... Like, they made, like, an extra season with his... with a, a kid involved and I watched it. So, it I mean... um. It was okay. Yeah. I would have been all fine without seeing it. But, like, my point is, I I think I'm impressed that you're holding this against Game of Thrones so strongly because it never crossed my mind to not watch House of Dragons out of spite. It's so good. Game of Thrones is an NBA team that goes 82-2. and two Not and possible. 80-2. F- Who's the pro? Who's the 80-2. I can't do math. Hey, CBS I HQ. Did I, I am available. Did I, did I say 82-2? Yeah. 80 and 2 and and then loses by f- an average of 45 points a game to the team that was the last play in whose entire starting lineup is injured for the series. It was the ending was so terrible and so dumb. Are we past I mean I I, I revisit it was 2 or 3 years ago. But yes, thank you. I think. Question mark. Um all right. Uh forensic Audio investigation is not easy. It's not easy to, to come up with evidence that, to quote Joe Pesci, cracks the code, but it happened. And I'm excited about it. We're going to get into it. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, Baker Mayfield being the starting quarterback in Carolina. Inevitable, but a last career chance for Baker on both of those topics here on Rider Than You after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. We'll get to Baker Mayfield here in a second. But um, the show that's on before us, the, the Sean and DA show, uh, I made one of the two hosts of that show, DA, bum of the week last Friday for, for putting my business out in the air. Whatever. I've been bum of the week seven times. D-Cell's been bum of the week 31 times. Not 31, but like four or five. We only give it to people we really like or really don't. Kyrie Irving's been a few times. I like D.A. Really nice guy. And D.A. sent me an apology over the weekend, which I was like, oh, cool, that's really nice, and that's done. But then, they, to quote Joe Pesci, they cracked the code. I, I don't know if it was post-apology or during the apology, D.A. Um, maybe did himself. Had somebody go back through the, the my show, writer than you show, find evidence that Bill talked about. See, here's what happened. He, he, he said that I was in Europe, was on a sojourn, um, we couldn't get the show on the air. wasn't great. For reasons I can't really get into on the air and that I'd love not to be talking about, but DA wants to bring it up again. Thank you again, DA. You're a good dude. Um, I had some issues I had to deal with because it was on DA's show. Okay, so DA gets the evidence. Ryder mentioned he was on for multiple weeks. And the co-host of the show, the main, the main host on the show, um, really summarized how they got me. And they had every right to talk about what I was doing this summer. I heard a couple of these clips live, and I completely forgot about them. Yes. I, I, this is outstanding. I can't blame you here. This is public forum. It's radio. You put it out there and said the word weeks. You didn't even need the other clips. He said the word Spain for weeks. You got him. He was in Spain. As you know, dear listener, you don't care about this. I'll make this quick. And that's a little, that's a little joke. Sean's not, the, Sean's not the main host. It's called the DA show. It's not... You know, on the Sean and DA show, DA, DA does the, you know, most, most of the stuff. But I thought those were the rules, right? Like, DA's a guy, if you listen to the show, nice guy. And I think in the clip that I referenced and made him Bum of the Week, plays Jody Mack having a, a rough opening. Makes fun of Jody Mack. Plays Simo when Simo m- misspeaks a word, right? Very comfortable, DA, taking shots at people on the air. It's all in good fun. I think his term is, you missed the bit. I guess I didn't get the memo that those rules don't apply to him. I didn't understand that DA is allowed to talk about other people and make fun of other shows and play clips of other people screwing up, and he doesn't have much of a sense of humor about himself. I, I didn't know that. I, he's a really good dude. I really, I, and I'm being serious. Most guys, that's not, not true. DA's a good guy. Really is. That is not universally true in radio. It's just not. And I, I like the guy. I do. And I don't like a lot of people. In my business, or at least, I, I guess I should say there's a higher percentage of people I don't like that are in radio that are in the world. And if I didn't like DA, I'd tell you. There are guys in this building I don't like. I like DA. But I didn't know he was so thin-skinned and sensitive. And I guess I should have, because the guys that take the most shots to people on the air, in my experience, are the ones who have the least sense of humor about it. Now, I'm going to send DA a text after this. And maybe we'll do it on the air going forward. Maybe we'll do it off the air. I, I don't know. But here are the details that I really don't feel like sharing with you. And I know you don't care. I was in Europe for the summer. Um, wasn't supposed to share that, had permission to say that I was gone for a chunk of July from a variety of places that I can't really get into. 
What DA did is point out that I was also gone in August, which was not supposed to be public in places beyond radio, which actually caused me some, some issues. So I really appreciated the apology. Now, the apology's been rescinded because he found the evidence. And it doesn't matter that he's wrong or that it's none of his business or that if you're going to play clips of your colleagues, like Jody Mack, who's a legend, just trying to grind out, right, like all of us, the radio time he gets. If you're going to be somebody, this is my advice to DA, not that he wants. He's been in radio a long time. If you're going to take shots at people on a fairly regular basis, and that's part of the funny thing and part of the bit, you probably just got to, like, accept when it comes back at you. I guess he doesn't have to. And we'll just – I'm not sure we'll leave it there. We might – I mean, the Sean and DA show could take a shot at me again tomorrow. I don't know. It's fine. I love, the, I, like, I love this stuff, and it makes, I'm not going to bring, it makes diesel and most people so uncomfortable. I, I kind of enjoy it. And you don't care about my, my personal schedule. And I normally wouldn't care if there weren't some consequences I have to deal with now because a, a radio host put my business out there. But I'll make sure next time I run my schedule by Damon. I didn't, you know, that was my fault. Um, I got a Google calendar. Maybe I can share it with him, and then we can be on, on the same page. All right. Um, Baker Mayfield is the starting quarterback in Carolina. And this wasn't a secret. This wasn't, this isn't a surprise. Sam Darnold is the thing Baker Mayfield is trying to avoid. He is a once promising quarterback who's now, because of his lack of ability or his bad experience, is shell shocked and is not going to be a success in the National Football League going forward. Sam Darnold's best case scenario is to be a career backup. And there's nothing wrong with that. I know that's not the goal that you have if you're drafted one or two or three or four or five. But that's where he's at. He, he's not even going to be Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky had some moments with the Bears, and it looks like, we're not sure, he's still fighting for that job. This weekend's preseason game will matter, but it looks like Trubisky's going to start for the Steelers. Baker Mayfield has the opportunity. We've seen this before. I think Ryan Tannehill's probably a good example. I don't know if Drew Brees qualifies. Maybe it does. Guys who didn't succeed with the place they were drafted, had some expectations and some talent, went somewhere else and were able to make it work. I certainly am rooting for Baker Mayfield. And look, like... Aaron Rodgers, like D.A., like a lot of us, I'm not sure that Baker is as good at taking criticism as he is offering it to the world. Remember, Baker was very very vocal on what he thought was wrong. To the media, took on the media, to other radio hosts, was extremely sensitive. And as somebody who likes confrontation, I misread Baker's moves as strength. I thought it was strength, I thought it was confidence. It wasn't. It turned out it was weakness. turned out it it was immaturity. An inability for Baker Mayfield, then the Browns, quarterback number one, former overall pick, to be able to withstand, what's the term my family has used? Couldn't take what he was dishing out. And it turned out that had real implications within the organization. And I'm not saying that Odell Beckham Jr. is an easy guy to get along with. Or anything short of a massive diva. But he's talented. Talented guy. And the fact that Baker couldn't make it work the fact that there were internal locker room power struggles, the fact that Baker Mayfield blamed everybody but himself, is a part of the reason that a talented quarterback, he's a talented quarterback. And I don't mean in the sense of, because all these guys in the NFL are talented quarterbacks, right? Sam Darnold's talented. Ryan Leaf was talented. Uh, not the semantics, not the exactitude here that, that's contagious, but the guy can be successful in the NFL. He can. Now, maybe that has moved on. There's just a weird reality in the NFL, the quarterback position. Guys that fail and are humiliated or are written off, for whatever reason, struggle to come back. Probably a combination of confidence. Probably some of it is the reason they struggled in the first place is they weren't good enough. And probably some of it is as you become less valuable in the NFL, your choices of where you go narrow and the likelihood you go to an even worse culture with worse coaches and worse coordinators and less time increases. I, I get all that. 
But Baker won a football game for the Cleveland Browns and led them to a really successful season a few seasons ago. And not only that, I always bring this up, but I think it's worth, worth noting. They gave the Chiefs, that Mahomes team, all they could handle in that playoff game at Arrowhead. And that was, that was Baker Mayfield. I am rooting for the guy to be successful. He can't control the level of quality in the coaches around him. He can't. Whether or not that's going to be a successful coaching staff and the culture, he can't control. He won't be able to control what the Carolina defense does, but what he can adjust beyond his own ability is his attitude. And Baker Mayfield's ability or not to be self-critical, to take responsibility, he's not Aaron Rodgers, man. We started the show talking about Aaron Rodgers blaming everybody but himself, and when someone points out, maybe if you've been at OTAs, the receiver, Aaron Rodgers got upset. Aaron Rodgers can do that because some people have enough talent that they get to rise above the rules the rest of us follow. There's a lot of people in the world who think that applies to them, and it doesn't. It doesn't apply to Baker Mayfield. He, he's really good. He ain't that. He's not. He, he's not the most talented quarterback in the history of the NFL. Who, And I mean talent, not success. I mean pure ability and ambition, not necessarily how it translated to a career. That's Aaron Rodgers for me. And maybe Patrick Mahomes. Maybe Patrick Mahomes' sample size is a little, little smaller. He's not the most talented. He's not the greatest of all time, obviously. He's not. He's just not. He's not even the best young quarterback in the NFL in terms of what he could be over the last two or three or four years. There's a multitude of guys who are ahead of him on the list. But he's a guy with a chip on his shoulder who channeled it to success in college, who channeled it to success in Cleveland. And the problem becomes the habits that get you somewhere, the things that you think are critical to your success and have been. It's true of radio hosts, true of people that aren't sales, politicians. The people who, get, who hit ceilings in their careers... And it makes people really bitter and really angry and really petty. It does. and I, It is what it is. Are the people who can't evolve to the next thing. You've been doing the same bit of the same shtick for 20 years in radio, and you hit a ceiling, you don't know what happened, you didn't evolve. And if you're a quarterback in the National Football League, and it was always this attitude that got you were going, and you hit a ceiling, it's the attitude. Sometimes the things that propel you is the things that, that makes you fail. I've seen it in politicians, which I used to cover. I've seen it in NBA players. I've seen it in GMs. He's my colleague at CBS Sports HQ, but, but I've seen it in Scott Pioli, who I spent a lot of time with in Kansas City. A lot of the habits that made him great, and this isn't, this isn't unique to him, with the Patriots, he was on the player personnel side. It worked in that weird culture. It didn't work in Kansas City. And he, he couldn't evolve. Baker Mayfield's going to have to evolve as a dude, man. He is. He's going to have to accept responsibility. And you can be mad at the media. You can be mad at other people. But he's just going to have to take it on himself and understand there's no excuse. It doesn't matter. Life isn't fair. And, and, and not to pick on QBs, most guys that play quarterback in the National Football League, even Baker Mayfield, who had to walk on at Oklahoma, have had and have earned right, a very charmed life, have lived a, a youth football and a high school and a college experience that you and I and most of us can only dream of. Right? The heroes of everything, every girl they could ever want, every opportunity, good for them. And the first time you hit real hardship at a real level is, is difficult. That's where Baker is. That chip on his shoulder, that idea can overcome everything. It's over now. You're in the National Football League. He's going to have to be able to stop externalizing all the blame, even if there are other people are to blame. There might be receivers who drop balls. There might be. There will be reporters who are unfair or radio hosts. Maybe I'm one of them who are unfair. Baker winning the starting job is a cool story. It's about football. It's also a second chance for a guy who's really good but not good enough to play outside the rules. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not. 
can't hold your organization hostage for two years and succeed if you're Baker Mayfield, which he tried to do. Aaron Rodgers can, and maybe he will. He's not Tom Brady. You can't just disappear or tell the greatest coach of all time, deuces, I'm out of here. Can't do it. Baker's going to have to be a different dude. And that's hard for, evolving is hard for all of us. Saying, and I just mean to yourself, that you were wrong, in part, is hard for all of us. Baker and Mayfield made a bunch of mistakes in Cleveland. They moved on from him, not just because they went and got ugh, Deshaun Watson, ugh, because they were over the guy, not the quarterback. They're tied, right? But the guy. I like people to have second chances. We've all made big mistakes. I have. I've done some things in my career, in my life, that I'm not proud of. And the only thing that I'll say in, in compensation for that is that I've done, I think, a pretty good job of, of learning from them, which is important when you make as many mistakes as I am and you're as dumb as I can be. Baker Mayfield hasn't had to have that reality. This is it. Second chance for his career. I'm rooting for the guy. Hope he makes it. Now we'll let D-Cell come in and be all negative. I just don't. I'm, what's, your, what's your optimism level? Baker Mayfield needs to win how many games to, to re, restart his career this year? Seven enough? I don't, eight, 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 nine? Eight. I think they have play to well. A, I think they have to have a winning record. I think that would change our perspective, our outlook on Baker. What about eight and nine, 27 touchdowns, nine interceptions, completes two thirds of his passes, and like is just like a good guy? Those are pretty good numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would go a long, long way. I think people. What I really think hurts him is that number one overall pick. I don't think he's going to be able to shake that. Yeah, you got to. You got to put aside in radio or, or football or anything, what you thought you were 20 years ago and be what you are now. That's hard for people. All right, let's talk some NBA. Tom Haberstro, my buddy, joins me next here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.